Hello, everyone. Welcome to XYZ Podcast. I'm Gary. Um, yeah, it's been a while that I record some new interviews or conversations because of uh, my classes are getting started. So I thought, well, the first, start, the, the first thing I would like to do perhaps is not really about architecture again. I mean, of course, still, Rachel is from architectural background, but it's just that I think maybe we can talk about something much more casual, something much more fun, like we, what we did in um, Architecture Discord. And inviting Rachel is like having a, a, a friend, rather a friend, instead of I like, I, I looking at her as a, I don't know, like a, like a very professional person who would like to share about her experience. Um, even though she, she's pretty professional in doing other things else like model making and also storytelling, I would say. Um, well, um, so I thought, okay, maybe let's get Rachel on board and then let's see what, what, what she's going to say about her things. <laughs> um, without further ado, hi, welcome, Rachel. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's kind of shy, isn't it? Why, 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 why are you feel so shy? I mean, you don't feel so shy in Discord, though. Different, right? Yeah. Because, <laughs> because of Zoom, is going, it? Because... This is going out of the discord group right <laughs> well, yeah. but but do you i mean you do you feel shy to like record yourself i mean you do record your things in journal or i don't know writings or mm. in books right so yeah but is it, is it different 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 yet. feeling where when you say something and then it will be totally different in a way me Maybe because I don't know who will have access to this, right? Who will end up listening to it. <laughs> a lot. There will be a lot of people, I would say. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, well, I am not very, but I'm quite insecure, right? So, okay. it's a bit scary, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want to get cancelled, if you can put it that way, just in case I say something stupid, like people oh. will judge me and be like, oh my god, what's she doing? That kind. That's the whole point, right? That's the whole point about the podcast, like, <laughs> you can talk shit, what? Yeah, well, I mean, like, what's, what's the limitation? Like, can I swear? Or can I not Go ahead, swear? yeah, go ahead, yeah. I mean, it depends what kind of condition, what kind of context, though. <laughs> I'll, 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 try, I'll try my best. But you, but know, you, you know, you know me, right? I swear a lot. <laughs> but you don't look like someone much. would. I mean, you don't look like someone would swear a lot. I mean, based on your appearance, I would say. Yeah. Okay. So I think that is also something that I get a lot. It's like, oh, you know, when, when, um, like people will say, like, oh, when I first met you, um, the vibe is very different. So like before okay. I speak and after I speak, then oh. they're like, okay, that's like a totally, so there's a, there's like a the opposite. <laughs> there's like, oh, oh, this is like unexpected. Okay. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, how so, do you see, how do you see person would know you better that gate? And what is the topic usually like? If they talk about architecture, then you will come out like, oh shit, fucking hell, this stupid architect, da da da. Mm, I think in general about anything. Okay. I 
I'm just like that. I talk about any other topic, like how I would talk about, like, you know, how I would speak on Discord. Okay. Not just me in general. Yeah. It's very general. I mean, the, 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 the range can went beyond architecture and beyond something else. In fact, beyond Discord. It's, yeah, it's so I think, broad. I think how I am on Discord is pretty true to how I am, like, in person. Wow, okay. Yeah. How do you know it's yeah. true in a way? I mean, how do you identify true self and, I don't know, uh, another must self? I think when... Depends on the level. Say, when, when like, you know, when Nick, when we met up, right. when I met up with Nick, right. Clarissa and Jovin, well, I mean, I know Jovin from before, la, but I mean, he, Nick said that I was like, there's no difference, right? Okay. And like I don't I don't really filter myself in general. Like obviously some in professional setting I try my best. Uh, okay. you know, I don't I don't go like you know or okay, okay. swearing at them and stuff, but the I guess I gen generally I don't try to put a filter. Okay. Yeah. So how I how I am like what I think uh, in what I think and what I say like there's no filter which is kind of bad but also but it's I, very honest isn't it yeah it's like sometimes it will backfire you know like sometimes you have to filter a bit but most right. of the time like I don't not because I'm trying not to but also because sometimes I forget okay 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 yeah yeah so yeah I don't know I, I, so, I think you might you might enjoy Nietzsche's Beyond Good and Evil, though. That's a good book. It's, it's teaching you how to be yourself, though. I mean, but the, but the thing is that how funny is that in order to make people to feel comfortable to talk to you, you have to mask yourself, have to package a certain words, a certain feeling, a certain things that you, you try to prevent yourself saying that kind of thing, like swearing, right? So, but at some point, I feel swearing is the most honest language, though, because... I mean, usually how we know friends is because through swearing, right? <laughs> we talk about stupid shit, lah. Yeah, I guess. Gen yeah. yeah, just generally, it's just like when I first meet people, I try to tone down how crazy and loud. But then that never works out. So I just end up being like loud. And then I'll worry like, oh no, did I, am, was I too intense? Right. Was I too intense? Did I scare anyone? Did I make anyone feel uncomfortable do you think they think I was too loud and annoying that mm. kind of but even though I have these kind of worry like once I meet someone new again then it's just like the same the same thing happens mm. no, because I don't like I don't filter okay because I have no I have no impulse control it might be because of like just how I am mm. like my personality it might be because of my ADHD like who knows right but that's that's just how it's been for like the past like 25 years so okay yeah it's worked well like nothing bad really happened from it mm, yet mm, mm, mm. so we will see this might go but on for the rest of my life would, would you would you try to repackage yourself so that you suit others i don't know condition uh, or, or, or flavorable <laughs> Probably not because it well I mean for me it's like 
I like people being genuine around me, right? So to have, like, it's like a two-way thing. So like, you would have to be genuine to them for them to be genuine to you. I mean, well, that's, I mean, that's how I see it. Well, how about, how about, <laughs> because you were saying about the, the first thing that we, we were talking about just now is much more on how you treating other people, right? And then that's how people see you as well, right? But how mm-hmm. about when, when you see people treating you yourself in a way? So, because that's, that's where, like, would you, I don't know, would you, would you expecting someone to see differently to you as well? So that to, to, to tolerate to you, to understand you, that's the way you are. But I believe that's where a lot of mistakes or conflicts comes in, right? Because they don't understand what you, what you are. Mm. Because you can, so, be rude, you, can be rude, you can be rude to someone else. And then some people might understand, that, okay, I mean, that's the nature of Rachel, right? I, I understand that. But how about mm. when someone rude to you, are you expecting someone to be gentle to you so that they can be, you know, reformat themselves so when they're talking to you? Mm, no. Okay. No. Yeah, because if, I mean, if they're rude to me, if I did something wrong, right? If, I, if they're rude to me, okay. then I'll be like, I'll try to find out why first. If I can't think of any reason as to why they would be rude to me, then I'm like, well, then fuck you, right? Then I don't care. <laughs> like, then it's like, then it's just like, well, then you're just being... You're just being a little shit, you know? Yeah. So okay. it doesn't, then I find no point in trying to like put in extra effort to mend things with you or anything. If like, because like, if I didn't do anything wrong or like, you're just being mean to me, if there's something, okay, like if you're being mean to me without telling me why, okay, and I cannot think of a reason why, then that's kind of like on them ma. Right. Like I try to think about it. I try to like, you know, I still be nice to you, but if you're still being mean, then I'm like, okay, you know, there's no point. Mm, mm, mm. So there must but be if, a reason to backing up the the so-called morality. Yeah, like I mean, if if you're unhappy about something, then you just tell me directly. Okay. So I obviously I've had like situations like that before. And then like there are people who like who would be like, hey, you know, like this thing happened. Like, I don't, I didn't really like, uh, like they weren't, like they were unhappy about something, but most mm. of the time it's just like a misunderstanding, right? Mm-hmm. And then you would have to talk to me for you to clear up that mis- misunderstanding. Mm. And I appreciate that when people tell me like, oh, you know, like you said something like you don't, like you said something that I don't really like one understand or I might have misunderstood and they try to like clear it up with me. And I mm. really appreciate that kind of because I feel like, in like any kind of relationship, you know, you need that neutral, like you need like communication, uh, I okay. guess. So, so you, you, prefer, just, like, you prefer, you prefer, yeah, you, you prefer an honest ugliness instead of a beautified lie? <laughs> I don't know. Mm, yeah. Like in the end, it's like, you know, just be genuine and be honest. Like if you're not happy about something, say, right? Mm especially if you value this like relationship or this friendship or whatever, mm. if you mm. are unhappy, then you have to say, if not, then it'll just be like one person song themselves, but then don't really mm. say anything. 
I mean, it's funny lah because I say that, but then sometimes it's just like that, you know, <laughs> I would be like, what the? Yeah, I was like, why is this person like this? Like, why, why did, why are they being so mean? Like, why, why do they not like me? Or did I do something wrong? And I'll get like, I'll get annoyed. And I'll get like angry mm. and whatever. Mm. Just like, I don't understand. Why is she just being such a bitch to me? Or why is he being so, like such an asshole, you know? Mm. But then I don't go confront <laughs> them also. <laughs> because it's like... I mean, I mean like, that's that's how it works, right? I mean, you can't expect everyone to suit so-called your, your, your definition. Mm, yeah. But how yeah, would you like people to know you as? I mean, do you mm-hmm. like people to know you? I, I mean, let's talk about not really personality. How about like uh, occupation or, or, or job or, or a person? How, how would you like people Ooh. to know you as? I mean, do, do you want people to know you as an artist or an architect or I don't know? Mm. That, is still, that is still something that... Because <laughs> I, well, I don't really know what I want to be right okay so it's a bit hard to like i'm still i'm interested in a lot of things i want to do a lot of things and like one thing i know for sure is i don't want to be known as like an architect i mean how would you define architects first though ar law (laughs) as in like the people who sign and go through the site work i mean site work for you is okay right i mean contract uh, i mean i don't I don't know, it just never was, like like I said before, it was never in my plan oh, okay. to be an AR right. since I started, you know, part one, like, okay. after, like uh, undergrad. It was never in my plan. Most I'll go to is like part two. Okay. Because that time I had the idea, just like, oh, you know, part two, like you get a bit more pay. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's but, much more from the realistic perspective. It's not really on the interest side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not saying that I'm not interested in architecture. I definitely am. But it's just, I don't want to just do architecture. But actually, actually, I think there is a misconcept, misconception about part two though. I mean, for me, when I was, I mean, I'm now taking my part two, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's not really the so-called part three uh, deviated kind of kind of uh, it's not it's not inclined into a part three kind of part two of course there are certain cause or there are certain people who would like to expect you to take part three because you're already halfway there but mm. I mean you can take it as a as an ad- enhancement or another ad- advancement for you though yeah, because I don't know because part two in here is quite different it's not like you take part two because you wanted to be a part three and mm. and and the the assignments are kind of widely ranged so that it's not really the ultimate goal is for is ready yourself is is not to get yourself ready for part three. So mm. I, I think yeah, I think it depends also because at some point maybe some people might talk about it and giving that kind of fear or um I don't know, uh me uh, falsified concept about that. So I did think about it, right? So I've been thinking about it for like three years because it's been three years since I graduated. But like the only reason I can think of other than like, well, a lot of people take part two because it's part of the qualification, right? If you want to become AR. Mm-hmm. But also like for me, if I was to take part two, it would be for 
like to learn more. Right? Okay. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then, so I'll, obviously I was very, what's that word? Like conflicted lah. Okay. Like one, one is like, um, undergrad wasn't, it was the best time and the worst time of my life. Mm. Like straight up. But also like if I like, I, I was thinking, cause it was like recent actually that I considered, I decided to not do my part two. Also, it's so, a recent decision. It was relatively recent, right? I mean, I've been thinking about it, but it's always kind of like at the back of my head. But then now that I'm 25, so if like, you know, part two is like two years. And then also like with whatever is going on in the world right now, um, there's a lot of things to consider, lah, right? One is like money. Mm. And then two is like time. Okay. So And also where like where where would I study blah 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 that that's also like part of the equation um but like if I were to go away for two years to to do my part two Mm. that's quite a lot of time and then like if I want to do it overseas that means I have to decide by the end of this year which is Mm. not a long time Mm. um and then start applying and then I'll go next year if I go to Mm. the UK Mm. So that means I'll be like 26 and then I'll come out like 28, Mm. (laughs) right? That's a lot of time and a lot of money. And I just don't feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I can get other experiences doing other, there's like other options for me to get experience outside of a part two. So you would think that time can invest in something else better than a part two study? The time and money, oh. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is, is, it's not... is the age really a concern? I mean, you've been talking about the figures. I mean, <laughs> is it really, really a thing? I mean, I mean, of course, just excluding all the biological study and the yeah, evidence of I the mean... woman. I mean, that's not really a big deal because unless you have a plan for it, right? Well, I mean, like, okay, so I'm in a relationship, and then you kind of have to plan. If you like, you know, if you start like talking like, okay, in the future, like you, you kind of need a game plan. Like you can't really like just go. I mean, you can, but also at the same time, I don't really want to. Um, you can just go with the flow and see how it goes. But um, I don't have a lot of savings. Okay. Um, and then also it's just Which like, same goes to a lot of young people. <laughs> yeah, I have less than, I'm going to declare like how much I have to my name. I have less than 5,000 ringgit to my name, dude. And this is me like working like after, like after working for three years. That's damn bad. Mm. So I don't think I can ever buy a house at this rate. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to set that that the target. Then it shouldn't be a problem, what? Yeah, but I mean, but realistic speaking, you you you. I, I, you kind of understand. To. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Where like as much from. as I don't want to, right? That's why I only have like less than five thousand to my name because the last three years I didn't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> and then and then like the whole lockdown happened and then obviously like the whole pay cut thing happened and I was just like, oh shit, actually, as much as I want, I don't want to care about money. It's still, it's, I still have to live, right? And like, Mm. even without, like, even now when I'm living with my parents, 
uh, you know, really chiam chi se, uh, pay no rent. Mm. Uh, my parents, after they found out my, um, how much I earn, like how much my pay was, pre-pay cut, they was like, they're like, it's okay lah, you don't need to give like, you don't need to give us money. <laughs> and then I'm just like, okay. And then I'm like, you know, still driving the their car. Um, max I do is like, oh, sometimes I, I reload the touch and go. Because most of the time they do it, I'm like, oh, it's reloaded. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. or like sometimes I feel petrol. See, I don't even, I don't even have like, okay, I'm saying like, I'm saying this knowing that I'm in a privileged place, right? Right. Like I know that I don't have like any commitment whatsoever other than like me going out for food and whatever necessities I have. Um, it's like, with, even with that, the amount that I have is very difficult to have savings. Mm. And like, I don't, I don't really like splurge also. Mm. Like I'm not like, the most I spend on is full law right mm. and it's just like oh snacks mm. and maybe like oh japanese food but mm. my japanese food is like rakuzen mm. like meat level lah, right mm. i'm not going like omakase or whatever mm. so even with me not living okay i'm not i just want to i just want to say this again i'm not saying that i live a difficult life because i know i don't mm. but even with even with this amount, it's like quite difficult to live with. And then after the pay cut, then I really, it really like hit me because I was like dipping into my almost non-existent like savings. So then it made me kind of like think more about like planning. Yeah, planning more for the future because I like, you know, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, if I don't, if I don't, if I don't plan, um, it will be difficult, lah. and I can't forever live with my parents. Yeah. Yeah. And, I've already I've already been a dependent and still am. <laughs> I've been a dependent of them for like 25 years, right? It's like I can't do that for the rest of my life, right? They're not gonna stay alive for the rest of my life. So mm. that's not that's just yeah. So you kinda have to even But do you think it's a it's an environmental factor that influenced this sort of condition to you? on you can't i don't know get saving or get a certain certain self preservation or security with that certain money do you think it's is because of the environment or is it's much more on the personal level what, what do you mean like because well things things are cheap things are expensive the salary is low uh the that's the facts and and we can't get rid of it so do you think that it is much more depending on that that kind of situation that makes you cannot you know make more savings instead of think, your 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 self restriction on saving your 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 expenses i think it's a bit of both lah i i'm definitely not the most like i don't just spend my money on shit but then i also don't control myself as well as I should but then also the other the other side is like well you know being in this field Mm. you don't get paid that much Mm. especially when you're a part one Mm. right and obviously like I don't get paid 
I get paid lower than a lot of people in mm. this industry. Mm. So that's also a thing. So I think it's a mix of both. Okay. Yeah. But you already know this fact before you enroll into architecture school. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. And I, I still don't know... How to solve uh, it? No, I still don't know why <laughs> I'm doing okay. this to myself. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I, I can't think of anything else to do if I'm, okay. not, doing, I'm not doing design. Yeah. Well, it's, I, I mean, speaking of design, architecture is just part of it. I mean, you can go for other things else, right? Yeah. Or is it because like you, like you can't think of other design courses? Let's mm. say, I don't know, MassCom can be one though. Graphic design or... <laughs> MassCom. <laughs> I don't know, like, like the, the, the craft making, like, like the, you know, like KX, Kemahiran, Hidu kind of thing. Also kind of design, mm. a mm -hmm. furniture design, mm -hmm. product design. Yeah, that's the thing. I want to do a lot of them. Oh, like so I'm you, interested you, in a lot of things. So you think in order to get that, might as well just get the umbrella architecture for all things? I think architecture is kind of like the gateway drug to design. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't know, like to me, I think the reason why I like architecture so is that like it kind of encapsulates a lot of what I enjoy, mm. right? Mm. Like making, you can you know, in architecture, you, you make a lot of things, uh, okay. drawing as well, mm. um, layout, I guess, but, mm. you know, organizing a portfolio and sh whatnot. Mm, yeah, just, just a lot of elements in architecture is what I'm into. That's okay. why I guess I'm still in architecture. Okay. Yeah. So it's by the act of creation, like creating a information, creating a content, creating a data, creating a model. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just have a lot of interest that I don't, I don't want to just specialize on one. I guess that's why I'm like, oh, architecture is mm. everything. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So let's just, Stick with it and see how it goes. Mm. Yeah. But before that, there will be no other option that comes to your mind that... I mean, especially when you study in Brighton though, it's like, I don't know, is it yeah. perhaps the first time for you to go that far for study? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's my first time uh, studying and living abroad at 18. And then it was... It was a great experience. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, good and bad. I realized that like, well, actually, right, my mom very king at housework. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like uh, living alone is uh, fun and also not fun. Like it's great that you get your own space and stuff, but it also gets kind of lonely. Right. Maybe because I lived alone, right? I didn't really have, like, I didn't have, have housemates. So you can get a bit lonely. Uh, also, you cannot cook a lot of things because you will have to... Cooking for one person, like one portion, is a bit hard. Okay, okay. Yeah. Can you yeah. recall the first time when you reached in London or... I don't know. Yeah. I think it's London, oh, my right? Parents, where, yeah, I, like Heathrow. But okay. then my parents were me. Okay. <laughs> for the first 10 days. <laughs> I mean, how about... What, what, what do you... I mean... 
I mean, speaking like a traveler wise, you know, I mean, mm. what was what was your? I don't know. Is it is it a good or bad experience? I, I've been, I've been to the UK before. Okay. When I was, I I don't really remember when, between thirteen and fifteen year old, I think. Two thousand twelve. Wait, two thousand twelve. <laughs> so that Eight was years like. Ago. No, two thousand. Uh, I don't know, but I've been to the UK before. Okay. Before I Study. went for uni. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't like shocked or anything. Okay. Yeah. But the Brighton but is the first time. Brighton's the first time. Okay. Yeah. But I think it helped also that it wasn't it wasn't like a quiet uni town that's like or like those like retiree towns. It's like not it, it was very vibrant. Mm-hmm. So uh but it wasn't like too busy. It was just busy it was just perfect amount of busy mm. so there's still like there's still like the like there's still like friendliness with like the general public like I don't like you don't get like angry kind of like Londoners on the tube that kind of vibe mm, 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 mm. so that 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 like helped a lot and it was but and but it wasn't quiet as well like it was still quite busy and there's like a, it was just nice like it felt like a small city mm. Yeah, so it was good for me because I don't like like I don't like like you know. You don't like London. No, I don't like. I like London. Uh, I, but I don't think I'll enjoy living living there. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't like kind of really like outskirt and quiet. Um. How do you say? Then, 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 Brighton is pretty much in the middle, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I liked it. Mm. It was just like the perfect amount of like, you know, you get like that small town, like everyone knows each other or like everyone's like friendly with each other kind mm. of thing. Mm. But then it's still busy. So okay. it's like a good mix. Okay. Yeah. So how do you feel so when, you, when you reach Brighton for the first time? Um, I think we were kind of like, Felt a bit like a blur because <laughs> uh, I don't think I compared it to anywhere. It was like okay, it's 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 very unique. It was just it was just yeah, it was it's very unique. Um, I still don't know a place that could I can compare it mm. really. And yeah, I think it was just like uh, obviously you get a bit like not scared but it's like a foreign place right so you're a bit more like oh okay like trying to familiarize yourself with like how the the whole system is living there okay yeah so the first the first few days was just like busier right i had to sort out my bank cards Mm -hmm. um, do all the enrollment i also had to find a flat there in 10 days because i didn't get halls Okay. Because Brighton, Brighton had this problem where like we just didn't have enough halls. Uh, so even like international students aren't guaranteed a hall. And then because I put Brighton as my insurance choice, then I just didn't have an option. I had to go find, I have to go find my own place. Mm. So like I tried to do it like online, but it was just like impossible. And yeah, so in the end, I managed 
to find this room that I feel like it was probably illegal um, because um, <laughs> were you staying in a quad squatter or something? It felt it felt like a storage wardrobe, dude, like a closet because oh, it was like, like okay. you know how like the flats they have like you know one floor is one it's like those I don't know what they're called but it's like one Tenements, floor. Uh, it's like know. one floor is one one unit. And the okay, floor, okay, you know, okay. Kind right. Right. And then this room. So my landlord lives on the ground floor. This Chinese landlady. She was great though. I love her. She was very nice. She helped me a lot. Um, but she lived on the first floor with her husband. And then my room is kind of like the public, the staircase that you that you access all the other beds mm, mm, mm. in the whole in the whole building. So mine is on this landing between the ground and the first floor. <laughs> so it's like that you go up the stairs and then there's a landing. Right. And then there's that's, a door. Okay, and that's that's where room. you put your key in. Okay. That's, that was my room. And it was just this long room. Um with a toilet. So there's just a there's just like a toilet bowl and a sink. So if I want to shower, I have to go downstairs okay. to my landlord's house. Um, but yeah, it was just this narrow room. Like I'm talking like I can put a single bed on one side and then I have like less than like like about one meter mm. of walkway. Mm. Yeah. But it's quite common so, though, tenements. It's, it's, I, I think it was called tenements in, in Triton. Mm. It's pretty common in UK. So yeah. I think the layout is like this. It's like a U shape, right? Okay, yeah, so, it's so like this a U. it's like a U shape that's surrounding this uh, staircase, okay? So this U shape, yeah. so at the bottom one usually is the one facing the staircase landing. So your mm. your window is facing the outside. Is uh, is on the My, mine's facing the back. Oh, okay. Oh, it's yeah. another way around. Okay. So, so actually I think it's just a long it's like a rectangular yeah 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 which is actually the remaining remaining part of the whole apartment yeah so imagine like that right and then this is the this is like just this it's like yeah like partition yeah. like that yeah and then the staircase the front door is here yeah and this is like the living room of the flat like looking out right to the road there's the front door and then the staircase just goes up like that oh yeah right? yeah and then my room is here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was only there for like about I want to say five months. Okay. Yeah, then I my parents decided to get a flat there, <laughs> like a oh. one bit one bit flat. Yeah. Okay. Declaring declaring it to everyone. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so um, we did get a flat there, and then. Uh, so I lived there for the rest of my undergrad. Mm. Yeah, it was. So I mean, it, it was more convenient also because when my family like visited and stuff, they can stay. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it's, it becomes like a guest house. <laughs> it's not really a guest house. I mean, I I lived there. It was pretty much like my my second home. Okay. I now. Had to, I had right. to sort out everything there, right? Because I I was there, and my parents were back here in Malaysia. 
Okay. So I did all the, the like furniture shopping. Okay. The IKEA. Got assembled everything. Okay. Yeah. Now it makes sense though when you say Brighton is your second home. It makes sense now by legal wise. What? Because what I thought you were saying like last time you were saying okay. Brighton is your second home, and then I thought it's by emotionally or spiritually. No, it is. It is emotional, right? It is emotional because okay, think about it. I was there the first four years of my adulthood. Right. The first taste of freedom, whatever you know. Right. Right. Yeah, and then I've been through like quite a lot of shit there. Like, you know, I got like, I found out that I was like, I have ADHD and then like, you know, uh, I was depressed and all that, all that, you know, good and bad, right? Mm. That happened like within that four years. It's like, you know, there, there's like definitely like emotional attachment to that place. Because uh. mm. like once, once I graduated and I left, then every time I go back to visit, so I went back to visit, I think, twice. After I graduated. Said, after I graduated. And, like, every time I go back there, it's just like, oh, my God, it's so great to be back. It's like a sense of, like, nostalgia. Right. Yeah, but it's obviously, like, not the same anymore because the people that made, that the people that made the place great also, they're no longer there, right? Because like, all my, like when we graduated, right. we all like moved to like different parts of the world. Like most of them like are back home or like in London and just like everywhere. Lah. Like, I mean, I have like maybe one, one friend left mm. there mm. that is there. Like he lives there. Um, yeah, he like basically permanently lives there, works, there and stuff mm. and he's like the only only person that I know uh, during my time in uni that mm. is still in Brighton mm. but yeah it's just like it just brings back a lot of memories every time I go back uh, yeah, so I, I, I found this I found this very interesting quote by Juadi Palasma okay. he says uh, mm -hmm. home is an expression of personality and family and they are very unique patterns of life um, mm. Consequently, the essence of home is closer to life itself than to artifacts. So, as is a, I mean, the keyword is a very unique pattern of life. I mean, how unique would you like to share about that experience where you spend in this Brighton home? I mean, apart from this, you you were saying about the good and bad, the rise and fall, the up and downs. Mm -hmm. But is there any unique patterns of life in a way like I don't know? Every morning you would like you you would get up at a certain time to open the curtain, do the same things. I don't know. It's it's like a routine, right? Yeah. So um I think my favorite thing about living in Brighton was uh and only this specific thing is like being able to go down to the beach. Is it far from the beach, your 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 house? It was Please. like maybe like 10-ish minute walk downhill to okay. the seafront, which is like pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like a downhill walk. I mean, going back home, that's really, that's just not nice because like Brighton's like a valley, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like uphill everywhere. Like everywhere is just going uphill. Yeah basically what like more i think most of the accommodations unless you're living down at the seafront right everywhere else it's just like you gotta go uphill 
So it's right. just like, dude, I think that's how I train my legs. Man. <laughs> okay, I didn't have time to work out, but it's okay. Every time I go home, I have to carry my portfolio up this hill <laughs> with oh, my backpack. From the uni to home or? Uh, from the bus stop. Okay. Yeah, so uni, my uni is kind of like 20 minute bus ride away from the city center. Okay. Yeah. So you were staying so once in I take the, bus, the center? I was staying in the city center. And then okay. my, my, I was based in uh, Mitra's house, which is in Moskum, like this area in Brighton. Okay. It's just like just outside of the city center. Yeah. Yeah. Because my mm. uni is not a campus uni. So our locations are spread out. Right. In different places. You know. I mean, just now, just now I was looking up to the website and just popped out that OMA designed a Brighton school. Eh? They designed a, camp, uh, a building. Which one? Brighton College, I think. Oh, Brighton College is not my union. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's <laughs> quite a while. I think it just get, I don't know, the building was completed like, I don't know, one or two years ago. Oh, then I wouldn't have seen it. Whoa. Okay, that's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the the college la, so sixth form. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the yeah, I don't know. I've never seen this before, but it's not my uni. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, um, and this is so, like so, so you were so you were saying you you would get yourself down to the beach to mm-hmm. get yourself I don't know do, would you get like coffee to sit there to contemplate yeah so I've been there at like different times of the day right <laughs> uh during uh sometimes when you go out at night on Fridays um because there's a lot of like bars and clubs along the seafront and then uh it's like each each time it like during different times of the day you go, it's like a different like a different kind of like it's a different vibe. Right. Yeah, so like uh, I've been there at night. Um which like sometimes when when I am when I can't sleep, there was one that I walked down all the way to the seafront, just sit there shit, uh, in the cold. <laughs> just to get like cold wind and kind of like wake myself up a bit like because i think i think it was like close to submission time or whatever yeah i've done that before um i've also uh i've seen the sunset there many times especially during summer it's really nice Mm, mm. um but i think the one that i do the most is like go down maybe like sundays is when i normally go get groceries because saturday is where all the people from London come down to like okay. I don't know for, like for, for the weekend okay yeah so Saturday the city centre is just like like insanely crowded mm. so I don't I just don't leave my house like I don't go to the city centre generally on Saturday so if I want to do like run my errands and stuff it's like Sundays I go so then like um before I buy my groceries, I would go grab a bagel and then get coffee. And mm. then I'll have my headphones on, walk down to the beach, sit there, 
uh, try to fight the seagulls, make sure they don't steal my bagel. And then normally I just like sit there and like enjoy my lunch. Yeah. Alone? And just like chill there. Yeah, alone. Um, I think that's something that I really miss doing also sometimes, just being alone and being okay with it um, in like walking around. Okay. I did that a lot. I did that a lot when I go to London also. I used to go to like exhibitions and galleries. Mm. Like I used to lepa at Tate Modern when I had nothing. What's so nice about Tate? It's so I don't know. I have not visited like a <laughs> single event or gallery about it because it was it was closed and I mean I don't see the point to, to visit though because so far I have not seen something that really really nice but I personally do enjoy the the one at Trafalgar Square more. Oh, I don't know because the, I think the one I like which one is that? Tate Britain, right? Is the other one? Tate Modern. Tate, Tate I go Modern. I go to Tate Modern. The one I've by been, Okay. I've only been to Tate Britain once to see the Hockney exhibition. But mm. yeah, so like uh Tate Modern is the only the only one that I go to without a mission. Generally, like all the exhibitions and stuff, I go, I go, like I say, I go to Tate Britain, I go with a mission. Right, I'm going right, to see right. a specific exhibition. Right. But then the like, you know, like I think Tate Modern was kind of like in a very relatively um like the the location is just close enough to sometimes like say I'm in between plans. Right. So I had lunch plans and I'm waiting for dinner plan, right? And I have some time in between and then I have nothing to do. Mm. Then I'll just go to Tate Modern and mm. walk around. Mm. And like to kill time because it's free, right? I'm just right. Doing, you know. Right. And then and then then I'll go to my other like to my dinner plan or whatever. So Tate Modern was the one that I just I go lepa. Any art piece that still um vividly remain in your mind until now? There is one. Let me I think it's In Tate Modern? Mm, in Tate Modern. Okay. It's called In the Triangle. In the Triangle. Yeah. By? It's by Rebecca Horn. Okay. Yeah. Oh, That's the one, one that I just remember like very vividly. It's yeah. literally just this red triangle. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Is it an installation or a painting? Yeah. It's an installation. Okay. So, what, what, what do you like about it? I don't know. I think because also, like, I ended up doing something similar in, in my first time doing third year. Yeah, I did something similar to that. That's oh, why so, I'm like, so, so, it's part of the assignment. What is? So, it's part of the assignment, is it like president study for your assignment or something? No, no, no. I just okay. stumbled upon, like, okay, upon okay. this, like, out of nowhere in, in, in Tate more than like when I was just there and I was like, ooh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you still visiting art galleries in Malaysia? No, not really. <laughs> 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 it's like, it's not very, like, convenient, lah. Okay, because everything needs needs to drive, is it? Yeah, parking is so difficult. And like, I don't really have like, to get like, I don't know, I just don't really like 
going into KL, okay. even though I live like so close to it. I just right, really right. like. Right. Yeah. I mean, you were talking about like having bagels, coffee, and then walk down the beach. Mm-hmm. This kind of lifestyle is not happening anymore in KL. Do you think so? Because once you committed into work, mm-hmm. it's all gone. Do you see that? Or do you still yeah. see the spare time to do the bring in some so so called culture that you have been practicing for years in Brighton? Um, mm, coffee, lo. drink coffee. Okay. <laughs> How about like yeah. reading stuff, like reading or like I don't know. I mean, art galleries visiting is definitely one of them, but reading yeah. or going out with friends. I think I missed the pub. You missed the pub. <laughs> I okay. I think I miss being able to walk everywhere ah, because okay. it's just so convenient. Like right. here, it's just mm, as a girl, I just don't feel comfortable walking. Right. Yeah. E- even though it's, and it's like, not very, right. it's not very pedestrian friendly. Also. Even though in the city center, like pavilion walk to KLCC kind of thing? I don't like, I don't like, I don't oh, like city You don't like walk in, in, in Malaysia, in, in, in KL? No, I just don't like the city center. Like, I don't like KL. Oh, okay. But I avoid it at all costs. The only time I go in is like, oh, people's wedding or like function or whatever. Right. Then only I'll go. Or like right. if I have to like deliver drawings, then okay, I'll go. Okay, okay. But other than that, I almost never go like on my free time mm. maybe because also like you know i would say like, like I'm, maybe i was a bit lazy i'm too like yeah a bit lazy to like find things to do mm. in the city center mm. because it's just very really much fun and i like i like you know i don't mind driving i do like driving but then like driving into the city center and trying to find parking and all that it's just right. too much of a hassle right so i just don't Mm. Mm. Yeah. I can understand yeah. that because the weather is totally different. It's 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 another factor that you really influence the workability as well. Mm. I guess yeah, that's a like one factor. But I think the main thing is just like is I don't know, is is the city center very pedestrian friendly? Mm. Not super so and like the people here drive like crazy, yeah. Mm. Like even though the the crossing is like all green, I also like scared. Mm. Like mm. to go, like I'll wait for like maybe one two seconds for it to t- like after it turned green. And it's like okay, no one's like trying to like cross the red light, uh, run the red light. Right. Then I'm like okay, I'll go now. Yeah. Mm. And like I, I just mean- feel like the city center is. Like KL is just a bit too chaotic. Mm. There's just so many things, and it's a bit like of a sensory overload. So I, just, mm. it's just not the same, mm. But yeah. don't you like? I don't know. Don't you ever try like wanted to? Oh, it's okay. It's part of the illusion. I try to love KL as much as I can. <laughs> I think I. I think I, you tried. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been three years, so I mean, I'm okay with just being outside, like you know, in PJ around my taman. Mm. Like, I'm I'm good with what I have now, yeah. And mm. like, I can't I can't expect to be able to live kind of like similar the similar lifestyle that I had back in Brighton, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's, it's like 
two different places. And then I guess like when I came back also, I had to like readjust Mm. to living here because, you know, when I, when I went over like the last 18 years, it's just like, I was just studying, right? Mm. I was studying and stuff. So like, you don't really, like most is like you go to malls and stuff. And then at that time I didn't drive much or so before Mm. I went over. It's only until I started working and I drove. I drove more. So it's just like, you know, it's coming back to like your home, mm. but also it felt foreign. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like, so I just have to get back into like, set, set, settle back down here and then we, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just readjust to like, mm. you know, now that I'm like, back here and I'm 20 how how old was I like 22 22 mm. something like that yeah and then it's just like okay it's different from like you know the last 18 years I've lived here mm. Mm. yeah so yeah. like finding new things to do um getting used to like balancing like work and my personal free time okay and all that yeah and and so you I, I, okay there's actually one thing I, I forgot is that you actually interned in Zaha's firm I did <laughs> so it was a three-month thing no it was one month oh it's one month okay well yeah, I believe it it's a short and sweet experience though yeah it was actually it was actually like surprisingly nice uh, as much as I didn't obviously you know how unpaid internship is just not great but you work in a pretty established firm though. It's a worldwide established firm. Yeah, and it's unpaid. It was unpaid. Yeah. Yeah. Like so I know, you like, you know, experience and stuff, like blah blah blah. Like I could kind of afford to do mm. that because I was dependent on my parents. You know, my parents were like funding me mm. when I was in the UK. Um but you like you know like uh, the the, when it comes to like pay and stuff like this industry is kind of like really shit at it mm, mm. yeah so I don't even think I got credit for the work I did what I did you not. do what did, what did you do I then? designed I designed a wallpaper for them okay yeah it so was that's, a good that's, that's already worth a month work yeah just one whole month from start to finish um, making the vector files and everything okay yeah um the people were great surprisingly (laughs) yeah i mean i was a bit like you know scared that everyone will be very just i'm just gonna do my thing because it's london isn't it yeah and also i mean it's like zaha's firm so right right have you seen zaha herself no she she was like she passed away already oh really that time yeah, I think it was like six months after she passed. Shit. Yeah. Then you saw Patrick lah? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I saw him a few times. Um, I left um, just before like, he said some controversial uh, okay. stuff. And then there were like protests outside of the, the, the office um, apparently. Okay. Yeah. You were there? Yeah, but... No, no, I wasn't. I left. I 
just like left already that time mm. but then like um when i was there it was like it coincided with um the london design festival oh okay yeah so because like even though i was just an intern like i managed to get like the staff pass oh okay the, the 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 yeah for the festival which is really nice because like once i finish i think the the day i finished the next day it was the start of the festival so i just went uh, like you know when any 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 exclusive about the event like anything that grabs your attention a lot uh, i think i'm trying to remember i went to like this it felt like it felt like supplier <laughs> a supplier kind of like exhibition okay okay yeah like so you could go into those right but it was quite nice like i saw some like nice like furniture um tiles <laughs> wallpaper and everything oh i thought yeah. i thought it's much more like a fashion week kind of thing um part of it there were there were like a lot of different kind of like exhibitions so zaha's office downstairs like um they had like a gallery right of their they work they have their oh yeah of their work so that that was also one of the stops uh. let me see if i have the book still yeah, i'm lazy to find it but um yeah some of them were just like okay furniture shops like opening their okay their like showroom and stuff like they're like they're like furniture wallpaper like textile stuff uh, even some like i think clothing yeah mm. there was just like a lot a mm. lot of like things to see so i was just spending like the two three days kind of looking through the list of like the list of like exhibits and see which one i'm like interested in mm. Mm. Yeah. but you were staying in london throughout that whole month for the internship no, eh? also you oh shit <laughs> because because so they didn't they didn't like um they didn't well they didn't pay for um what's it called accommodation right but of course they don't yeah yeah but they did like say like what was that word like you can claim transport right 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 right, right. so i just i just got a one month uh travel the travel pass from brighton to london that included like all the tube so you got the reimbursement for the transport yeah 400 pounds for a month i got that covered (laughs) okay but but still kind of tiring isn't it it's like i don't know one one hour train yeah so i had to i did have to wake up really early also during that period it was like the 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 train strikes oh right yeah so there were a few times i have to bunk at my friend's place yeah mm. luckily i did have some friends in london mm. and then I, like um i did have to bunk at her place like for a few times like like for a few like yeah a few okay. days where i would just come up like go to the office with my like a small like suitcase okay yeah That's but nice. then also like yeah, I remember like so I think some of the staff there also commuted and they're like, Oh, you can just like uh not come in, it's fine, like if there's a strike. And I was just like, dude, I'm only there for like one month. So if I'm not coming well, anymore, then there will yeah, be no days then, left. 
exactly. So I'm like, hey, whatever, I'll just not catch on my friend. Right. Stay at hers. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we've been talking about Brighton and London, maybe part of a London. Um, I wanted to ask, like, is there any country that you've been visiting throughout these four years when you're studying undergrad in Brighton? Any two places would you like to say, like, more, the most memorable one? I think we've been talking about this. It doesn't this, have to uh, be architectural related. Right? No, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. But it's just that because we've been talking about this. Uh, it is Sweden or, or Norway or something. I we think it was Sweden. About, the right, bathhouse, right? Right, right. But yeah, that's just part of it, I would say. But how about like, yeah. is there any place that you, you remember because of the events or because of certain things happened? <laughs> I think Rome was just memorable. We went Rome? there for... Yeah, it okay. was like our second, it was our second year, like during my second year, our studio's um, study trip. Okay. We went to Rome. Uh, the only reason why like Rome, I mean, it's not the only reason, but Rome was memorable because we walked so much. Okay. And we went to so many churches. Okay. I'm talking like, I think we went to like, I might be exaggerating and this might just be a false memory, but I feel like we went to like 20 at least 20 churches we were just walking right like i remember we were just like logging like 30k 30 to 40k steps a day and we're mm. there for like three days i think wow yeah. three days for 20 churches obviously like got other like other places that we went to like, but we also went to a lot of churches right yeah. all right it was just like all the churches just kind of like blended in. I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember which church we went to. Or maybe like the famous sure, one. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure but there must be some more. difference between churches, right? I mean, architecturally, or do you think it's kind of same vibe? There's some that are definitely more grand. Mm -hmm. Some a bit more extra than others. But I don't really know how to appreciate churches. <laughs> like, okay, the, it's, I, I did enjoy being inside there because it's really quiet. So you just sit down. Like Most of the time when I go, like I was sitting down and I'm just like looking up. Like just looking, okay, looking at, at the like, ceiling. The, okay. the ceiling, the details and stuff. And there were like some really nice, like the details like are very nice, but as a whole, I'm just like, okay, it's a church. <laughs> I, I, I did this uh study back in my my undergrad study. Um the church is called San Quad San Quadro something, something, something. I can't remember. <laughs> San San Quattro. So the reason why it was four-sided in a way, because uh-huh because of the, the junction of the road. It was located at the junction and it the, the church is one of the four churches. Uh, like four I'm looking at it. San Quad Quadro Ale Fontaine or something. Oh. You been there? Yeah. <laughs> the ceiling is nice because it's an oval shape. Mm. It, I think this was one of like the smaller churches that we went to. Right. Is this is this it? I don't know. See I they all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you, yeah, are you? Okay, yeah, this is. 
yeah we went we went to this i'm quite sure because i remember there's a picture of some of my studio mates were just looking up like okay and it wait yeah. I, I, are you a christian no because yeah. because in order to experience i don't know for me right i think mm. in order to feel the vibe the, the the atmosphere right you must understand a certain i don't know fables or stories about christianity and then you can really feel about it so mm. that's how i feel because when i go there and I, when when i'm visiting galleries they um, i mean of course there there was a lot of there were a lot of uh painting of jesus and mary mm, mm, mm. You know I mean? there, there are a lot of uh things that relate to christianity and then after you look at those paintings you visit the church again you'll be totally different mm. it's not it's not i don't know it, it's kind of match or align with the story telling that you have been experienced in the gallery yeah like i think certain details if my tutor didn't point oops sorry if my tutor didn't point it out to like he didn't mention and stuff obviously i wouldn't know because i'm not right. i'm not christian right right but then when like he was telling us about like oh say like certain details because of like blah 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 now i'm like oh okay like okay that's like interesting like you know mm-hmm. but then yeah obviously because i'm not i'm not christian and i don't know like enough about it i wouldn't mm. be able to appreciate but then the atmosphere is different inside la right. like it's very it's like i did enjoy it mm. just because it's like obviously you know it's very it's very quiet everyone's just like mm-hmm. there's like this kind of like serene feel to it mm. and like i did enjoy that mm. yeah so but maybe i wouldn't i wasn't able to fully experience like what i'm supposed to experience in that space right yeah okay let's roll mm. And maybe that another another one. Um, I think Athens was also really nice. It was it was also because of a study trip. Okay. Um, <laughs> because uh, we had to bring this device that all of us have to design. We design and made. Okay. And then we brought it to the Acropolis. Okay. And we got stopped by security. <laughs> <laughs> why why because they see it as a weapon or something no because we were supposed to get permit oh for it. we were supposed to get a permit for it and then my tutor did actually get a permit for it but the person that she was liaising with didn't inform them so when we were like like i remember uh three three of us went first like we were we were going in small groups right because we didn't want to like go in big groups and like attract like too much attention just in case we get in trouble and then like i think we we're in this like kind of like uh at this the side of this hill right like just below the acropolis like before the top and then we're like kind of like setting up our devices but we want our devices would like we it doesn't like you know um it doesn't like you know it's we, not we all and the people are yeah, we don't have to secure it on the ground and so stuff. We can just place it there and then do our thing. But then we started seeing like two guys with walkie-talkie walking up towards us and we're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like, 
oh shit, this is like security, right? There was security. And then they were like talking to us in Greek. And we were like, uh. <laughs> none of us were Greek. So it's like one Turkish, Turkish guy, one Czech guy, and then there's me. So none of us speak Greek. And we were just like, oh shit. And then like, uh, one of us called our tutor. And he like, what? Like, he was like, where are you? Just stay there. So we're just like sitting there with the security, like the two guys. And they were just like talking to each other. We're like, oh, like we, we told them, like, oh, our tutor's coming. And I think they got, they, they got that. And so like while we're waiting, and then our, our, our tutor came and then like he gave this like letter thing to them. Okay. But then they still didn't let us until this someone from some university there was like, like kind of gave us the all clear and then okay. we could just set it what up. What was the, I don't know, the object about? Is it like something related to Acropolis? Uh, we had to... So we had this plus column. It was called a plus column. That was this modular thing that were, that everyone got. Okay. Right? Then we had to modify it into our own device to measure whatever we want to measure. Or survey whatever we want to survey. Right. Yeah. What you design is a measuring tool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it true? Because it looks like some, yeah, some it, it machine. It was. Yeah, it was. Like my, I think mine was like measuring the the contour of the land or something. While I'm, while standing, the thing, like I use my body um, as part of the device. Oh, so okay. The changes, the changes between my body and the device itself, that's a recording. And then I could, I could kind of like, how do you how do you say it? Like could reverse engineer. Okay. Like I basically like the numbers I get could tell me whether like where I'm like where I'm standing the ground like in relation to right right where I'm standing like how like what the angle was. So it's like a protector kind of thing. Kind of yeah. Right, that's interesting. Yeah. Maybe you can share some photos and then I'll have a look. Yeah at yeah, I'll share the photos with you. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so that was that was the project that like I said reminded me of the 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 in the triangle. Right. The oh okay. Yeah. Okay. So you've been talking about Rome and um Athens. Both are actually mm. pretty much related to the assignment, right? Mm, um mm, mm. non non architectural related. I think pretty much architectural, I think. Because it still comes from I don't know architecture yeah, yeah. school, and then and then your your oh. your your architecture school is actually considered as department of art. It's not department of engineering, right? Yeah, it's an art school, Brighton. Mm. Right, that's where yeah. I can see there is certain certain linkage to the fun making part yeah, instead yeah. of making something I don't know proposing a building. Maybe that comes later. That comes later. So this is like kind of like the starting. So this develops into like like um a building la in the end. Okay. But this was also the year I failed. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, because like um my the studio that I joined was very new. Like that was the first year and only year. Um and like um I did enjoy it actually. Uh, we did a lot of like um, 
like uh how do you say we did a lot of like um kind of like spatial um interaction with like body and stuff which is really okay yeah so like it goes from that scale like we had to build like our own table and whatnot and i kind of like i kind of did enjoy it because it's uh quite in line with what uh i personally like about uh, architecture but then um it was just that the, the 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 structure of our studio Mm-hmm. It the timing was a bit off la. so we kind of spent too much time at like the front like the starting kind of like task mm. and it went towards like when we had to do like a building okay like, so the transition is too sudden yeah and then there was like not enough time and also like I struggled because I am generally quite slow to produce work right so then it that that kind of like uh structure didn't help at all so um i didn't i i failed and i resubmitted and i failed so that's why i was in brighton for, for four extra years year. okay yeah mm-hmm. but yeah but i still did really enjoy that studio especially like the first the first term i think that was my favorite yeah yeah because you are still innocent and naive right <laughs> no, I was in my third year of like <laughs> oh it was my final year. Like, you know. Oh, you mean like the final year? It's not the first year? No, my first time doing third year. Oh right. So my fine like yeah. Third year version one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I mean moving on to the last chapter that because you've been talking about a lot of um I don't know, assignments, but in the end, you ended up with some furniture making or craft making, right? I, I, I don't know, maybe there's some, some linkage to what you're doing now. Um, well, you, 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 are, you are working in quite an amount of works that I would say quite diverse because of the scale. And do you enjoy so far now? Because I believe that you've been up to like craft making as well. It's not just limited to architectural craft. I mean, You've been to like journaling, uh, those stickers that I don't understand, the, <laughs> the crafties, I don't know. And then how, I mean, do you, how do you accommodate yourself in, 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 in so far at the moment? Mm. I mean, of course, those are things that are just hobbies, right? And then, but for work that you are, I believe you are much more clearer to understand that you, you are pretty hands-on with model making? Yeah, I think just in general, I'm a more hands-on person. So do you enjoy, do you enjoy model making since like study time? I enjoy making since school time. Like what kind of yeah. thing that you made? Uh, I used to make my own stickers when I was in primary school because I couldn't afford to buy stickers. Right. <laughs> uh, and then... Um, in, in art during secondary school, I did a lot of like, um, clay stuff. We got access to that, uh, got exposed to kind of like, uh, lino printing okay. and then screen printing. 
um, even like developing our own films. Okay. Like as in films. Like, film, film, yeah, like photography. Right, right, right. Like we develop our own like um, uh, films after like you know we use like their cameras to take whatever we want to take off, and then also just like uh, exposing our own like photo. Wow. Like just a lot of light, light room stuff, yeah. And then also like a lot of like installation. And then I was also in um, one of one of my subjects was called um, design technology. So that was also a lot of making involved in that. So I had access to like workshops, like bandsaw, all those kind of things. Wait, that 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 course yeah. was in Brighton Uni. No, that wasn't like secondary school. Oh wow! Oh, that's interesting. It's not something that I yeah. know from. I mean, you study in some international school, is it? Yeah, I did study in, in, right. in an international school for secondary. Right. Yeah. So from then in uni, obviously, um, got exposed to model making, which was like um. I don't know, it was kind of like, I didn't know I could be good at it. Like, I didn't know I was good at it, right? Until, until we made we, one of our first, first ever tasks. It was in term one, first, or first year, where the, like, you know, it was where we, it, it was called technique, that module. Right. So we learned how to draw with, um, we learned how to measure, we learned how to draw, measure drawing. So we had to like go, to our assigned place and then like draw the plan section elevation mm. not section mm. maybe like plan and elevation mm. and then also like uh, learn how to draw with like technical pens mm. uh, learn how to scale drawings learn how to draw perspective uh, x and xo all that kind of stuff and then the last one was uh, model making mm. yeah so we had to go measure this giant pier so all of us got like it was this long pier it was the east the new haven pier um it was this long pier and then like we we got it was like a group work so like two people in one group and then we each had like a section each group had a section of the pier Mm -hmm. and then we had to measure it and then draw and the the idea was like we were supposed to combine all the the sections to form no the model Oh, okay. Yeah, right. and then it was supposed to form this, like, giant, like, like a one, I think it was one to 20, like, one to 20 uh, model of the whole pier. But then, obviously, a lot of people, like, cheated, right? And then a lot of us also didn't get, like, the really accurate um, measurements and whatnot. So, it was, in the end, the pier was, like, <laughs> not, <laughs> okay. even, not even at all. Um, but that was, like, my first taste of model making and I was like, oh, actually, that, and that was also my highest scoring um, assignment for mm. that module. So I was like, okay, I could, I could, I could do with this. And then, yeah, and then we just had like a lot, like I did a lot of like, I think every, every uh, uh, design module, I would make at least one model or mm. like something that is um a device mm. like i would just make something mm. i even soap. 
you made soap. I made soap. I, yeah, I just remember I made soap for one of the, one of the, um, I think it was in second year, one of the, one of the tasks. That's nice. But why don't you continue making? I mean, so far you are just, I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just that so far because it's your work, right? So you have to limit yourself in doing just model making for money. But mm. like do things like for hobby, like for example, journaling or diaries mm. or stickers or so. Those are things that you are, are you putting on hold or do you have plans for make it another prosperity way? So the thing with me is like, I get interested in a lot of things, but I also get, once I've done it, then I'm like, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, there's only, like, model making is the only one, I think, making models or making miniatures is the only one that has, like, the longest standing kind of interest throughout. So I've been, like, collecting miniatures and stuff since I was, like, young, right? Okay. Since I think when we're playing, like, Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. Barbies and then they, you know you have all those like houses and those mini cups and shit it's like from there it's like I've always been like interested and then I was like I collected like miniature foods and stuff mm. like that mm. and then I think uh, model making is kind of just like a part of it right yeah so that's the longest standing one but I've always just been interested in a lot of craft and then sometimes I jump back into it mm-hmm. so it's yeah so like I I did make a lot of soap. I made my own buff bombs too. But then I don't have a buff tub now, so I don't really have any use for that. But yeah, I just in general, I'm just I'm not a, someone that just likes to sit still. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You like probably to make because things, right? Just I just like to move. It probably is also partly due to me being hyperactive because ADHD but then it could also be part of my personality I don't mm-hmm. I don't really know mm-hmm. there's no there's no line to draw like it just ADHD is part of Rachel like it's mm-hmm. part of my personality mm-hmm. so yeah so I'm just like I don't like sitting still and I feel like when I'm making things it can just, calm yourself down yeah it really does it just mm. yeah, it really does. I think making models is the only time that I can like sit still. But technically, I'm not just like sitting still and drawing CAD or whatever. Mm. I'm mm. like when you're making stuff, mm. like it's quite mentally stimulating. Right. Yeah, putting together all the pieces. Yeah. Because earlier you mentioned like Barbie dolls, like make homes the houses for the Barbie dolls. Is that yeah. part of the childhood that relates architecture on? I think so. I don't... Oh, to is be it honest, family? I don't really... No, not at all. <laughs> no one in my family is... In my, at least in my direct, kind of like, my mom, my parents, my siblings, my grandparents, and so no one is in arts. But it's construction industry. Eh, kind of. Yeah. It was just, I think it was just a phase in my dad's life. 
okay. So, okay, that's, so this is something, I think this, me being interested in a lot of things is kind of a trait I got from my dad. Okay. Yeah. Because he, he's just like, he's interested in a lot of things. He's done a lot of things. Like, he's a true and true, like, businessman, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's done, like, um, I remember when we were younger, he used to sell teak, teak, uh, wood okay, furniture right yeah right, right. and then also he did like potpourri at one point and then he had a prawn farm at one point i think he has a dragon fruit farm at the moment <laughs> i don't know he just <laughs> done a lot of things good man so, diversify the, the the income stream yeah, so like I guess in, in that sense, he's like a true and true businessman. Like, so at one point, he was in development. I don't know if he's still in it. Because I feel like every time I finally understood what my dad was doing, he, by the time I get to that point, he's already switched to something else. Now I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I have to spend time again to like find out what he's doing now. So I don't okay. really know. Like I remember, I I still remember this, this moment. I'm still, so, I'm still so upset about it. Because like my... You know, in primary school, sometimes they like you, they have like these things where they're like, "Oh, what does you have to write about like what what your dad does?" And I wrote okay. businessman, right? Okay. And then my teacher was basically like, "I'm sh- what business does he do?" Like blah blah blah. It's like I felt like she thought my answer was just like a cop out kind of answer, and I was like, "Dude, no! Like he is a businessman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not lying. He does mm-hmm. a lot of things. I don't mm-hmm. really know what he does, but he does a lot of things. It sounds kind of dodgy, but." No, it's not. <laughs> like, okay, okay. But yeah. Then, then you enroll into architecture because of you wanted to do a lot of things? Or I, I, actually, before that, do you know architecture can lead you to a lot of things before you... No. Okay. I don't... Okay. I should read my personal statement again, but then I don't like reading my, my work, especially written, because I get very like, you know, like cringy about it. <laughs> uh, so I don't exactly know what I wrote in my personal statement that got me into unis. Um, but um, I know why I want to do, like why I'm in, interested in architecture. Like after I started... Um, yeah, after I started undergrad. Okay. But why I chose it at the start, I have no idea. I, I don't remember. Okay. I think at one point I was very obsessed with, like, obsessed with, like, corners. Wait, what? Corners? Yeah. Corner what? Corner, corner lot? Uh? Corner of a room. Corner of, like, a whatever. Oh yeah, just corners. But I don't exactly remember why. I mean, actually, a lot of people ask me, like, why do you want to do architecture? It's like, oh, I know why I want to do it now, but I don't know why I wanted to do it before. And I don't even remember when I started wanting to, like, when I decided that I want to do architecture as a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But doing, well, okay. So you, your, your passions, your, your obsessions of corners leads you to architecture. <laughs> But but I think it's a good I thing at least guess. you realize but at, at least it's a good thing is that you realize the good side of the architecture after you graduated. It's not like ah oh, uh shit, I, I studied so long already, then I found out it's a wasting kind of thing. Yeah, I think it was like during like the process of like the whole course. 
I found more and more things I am interested in within architecture. Right. Yeah, that made me stay. Okay. Yeah, like I said before, like architecture really just encapsulates a lot of my interests. So, yeah, kind of right. why I want to do it. <laughs> why then I'm it, still in it after so long. <laughs> you were saying you like to do a lot of things like throughout your childhood you you i mean we were talking about barbie dolls and and houses and apart from that what do you do like do you love farming and stuff do you love making like the clay making or plasticine or some yeah. i don't know any I other just, kind of craft making i think just crafting in general like i mentioned before like you know in school Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm really grateful for the experience well the opportunity I got to go to an international school because I feel like if I went to a local school I wouldn't be able to like be I wouldn't be exposed to like the like art mm. that art is not just drawing mm. Right? Mm. yeah because I can't really draw I kind of really suck at drawing mm. especially when it comes to like drawing people or anything that's alive so I guess it's good that, you know, like drawing buildings and whatever, they're, they're like inanimate objects, right? So right, right. Lucky, lucky for me, you know, that, that kind of like, like, I can still kind of draw those. Yeah, but I was more, definitely more into the craft side of art. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's the joy of model making when you can find it very therapeutic to do instead of I don't know running or exercising into oh, sports. Like, oh, you do sports. You did some I sports. I do, do sports. I do still do sports. Uh, so I think um, it was a good way la, to release all the energy mm-hmm. and stress uh, in. I think, yeah, from primary to secondary, I've always been a sprinter. And then I also did netball in secondary school. But then during uni, um, I stopped all sports because there was just not enough time. And it didn't help that I take so long to do work that I felt like I needed to dedicate like 100% of my time to architecture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I didn't do any sports for like four years. And it was only until I came back that I picked up sports again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I'm basically TLDR. I'm not someone who just sits and. Yeah. Yeah, I just cannot sit still. Right. Since young. So my mom's always like, oh my god, chom ding like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but 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 you never but thought of sport, making yeah. it into a career or something, right? Let Just it be like sports like sports as a hobby. Like, it's not like wanted to yeah. transform it into like a sports sportswoman kind of idea. No, I was not good enough for that. <laughs> like it's kinda just like, you know, it's like kinda get out a bit of like that competitiveness right. in me and just like I don't know. I think I think sports is just good to to keep you like mentally healthy. 
Uh-huh. I give you, I give you a model paper. Just sit down there and do something. Can actually, model making is the only thing that I can sit at for hours and not move. Architecturally, or like, or other things of like stickers or miniatures. Any, yeah, I think crafting in general. Usually, making things in general. Yeah, usually it spends a lot of time, right? Yeah, it takes a long time, and like, but I'm like fine with it. Okay. Like I don't even realize. Like I tend to hyper focus on. Okay. Like I think I can. Sometimes I forget to drink water and eat. Like I'll okay. skip meals because I forget because I'm so into like making. Right. So usually, yeah. how long does it take? Like for durations, like um, I don't know, for model making for architectural models, it might take like two or three days. But but you never thought of like making it faster so that you can do things much more efficient. I did did get the paper cutting machine that I've been wanting since uni time. Right. That helps a lot because that makes it more accurate and then I don't have to like obviously I still have to kind of like you know do some I have to prepare the cut files and then make sure like I have to take into consideration like material thickness and whatnot right and how to assemble it before I can cut the pieces. But then that does save a lot of time and also a lot of like um kind of strength mm-hmm. because I don't have to like if I'm cutting like the machine kind of helps me do like seventy percent of the job, so I don't have to like use so much energy to cut like you know thicker boards and stuff. And it's just like it it just makes the assembly part like more streamlined. Right. And it's just neater. <laughs> Right. But yeah. by nature wise shouldn't be rushing like in into model making. It just let it take its time and let it go as its own nature, I would say. You don't uh, rush model making because I don't know, how do you see that? I mean, do you see like is there any other ways to make it faster? Like I don't know, three D printing or something. Then maybe you might find something different in texture or the feeling of accomplishment. The, the thing Obviously, when I make these models, right, so far all the models that I make, except, yeah, except for the ones that I assemble just like for fun, most of the ones that I make, they have like a time, there's like a kind of like a deadline I have to meet. So I do have to, not rush, but I do have to like keep to like, okay, get it done by this date or whatever for submission of to like gift to client okay. or whatever. But then um, I s- still enjoy the process of putting it together, like assembling it. So be it like when I make like a big piece of like a table, like, oh, I like assembling things. So I like assembling like Ikea furniture and stuff. So it's like, it's like, it's like that process that I really enjoy, the assembling part okay. of it. So okay. that's why I don't like 3D modeling, like uh, 3D print, like printing models. Okay. Yeah. Because it takes away, you know, obviously you can make like, like I know like, f- like with certain like figures. Joineries, right. Yeah. Like figure, like those like um figures collection. Right, right, right. You know, those figurines. Yeah. Okay. So like you can, you can like make, you can make it like, 
into like those pieces where you assemble it, but it's just one is too expensive for me to explore. Um, and I don't, I don't feel the, I don't feel attracted to it just yet. Mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, how about so, putting it into a bigger picture, like assembling a beam to a beam to another column or something? Do you see that mm. another chance to do that to proceed? What as in like? I mean, in construction industry, you know, like oh. beams and the 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 roof tiles to the battens, the skylight to the frame. If I could do that myself, sure. I also would. you would like to try that out. Like a yeah. I don't know, contractor. <laughs> yeah, why not, right? I wouldn't mind trying mm. it out. So keyword is trying it out. I don't know if I want to do it for life. Okay. But 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 speaking of model making, <laughs> it, it sounds much more, I don't know, uh, approachable at this yeah. at this scale. Yeah. I think I think the best like the 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 one that I can see myself doing most is like furniture. Oh okay okay. I think that I think I think, I think yeah I think that's a big skill I'll go la. Okay, it's not like beyond human skill. La. It's just like okay. Yeah, like I I don't think I would like be like I'm gonna lay brick by brick and cut like all Why the. Why not? Why not? It's I, fun. It was fun. It will be fun to do it as a one-time thing. I think. Oh uh, okay. Or like right. it's it not not like every day. Okay. Yeah. So you want to be a freelance laborer? <laughs> Can. <laughs> I just want, I just, there's just so many things that I want to try. I'm just interested in a lot of things. But then, at the moment, that's kind of like not, how do you say? Oh, but, but, but speaking of bread and butter, then you see modern making is the most, holdings yeah. a, a higher chance I, for that. At the moment, it's the most feasible for me. Okay. To do it. Um, at home or like. Okay. By myself. Okay. That that that's like the most feasible one, uh. Okay. Because I don't need a lot of tools. Like you... I can easily have access. I can easily have access to the tools I need to make. Like, do you see any chance to? proceed your so-called model making into another level where you wish to wish it to be a, a I don't know an entity that professional in this mm. or you just look at it as like a freelance thing again you might need to explore another alternatives at the same time I think I think it would be more of like a project by project basis kind of thing okay I don't think I don't think it would be like Cause I like to do it myself. So if I if I start like having turning it into something bigger, mm. and then that means like I like other people will be working on this too, like right. on the model. And then like I a bit I have my own system a bit OCD right. So mm -hmm. I and okay no I shouldn't say that because I hate it when people say like oh my god I'm so hyperactive I'm ADHD. Mm. So I shouldn't say OCD but I'm a bit of a perfectionist mm. when it comes to model making like I have like I I'm very neat with my like the where where I stick things and whatnot mm. and then I also have my own system so and I want I 
the thing I enjoy the most about model making is the assembly part. So mm. if I do it with other people, I might miss out on what I enjoy the most. <laughs> so yeah, it'll probably just be like a one person kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But you still see like more potential to be so-called commissioned to you to make more models or, but still making by your own, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How about furniture? Yeah. Maybe I'm quite looking forward for that. You know, actually, I'm considering taking an apprenticeship in carpentry because I kind of miss working in the workshop. Right. Like doing woodworking stuff. Right. Yeah. Why not, right? You can give it a try, though. We'll see, we'll see. Because, like, apprenticeship. I don't know, as much as I don't want to talk about it, but money also is like a thing. <laughs> But don't you think money is just a current thing? I mean, learn, learn or holding a knowledge is a, I don't know, it's a long-term plan. Yeah, money can come so, anytime. What? So it's like, I'm thinking about it. So I have like a few options at the moment that I'm considering. So we'll see. Like I might end up doing that. That's in nice. The future. Carpentry yeah. woman, carpenter. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, thanks, thanks a lot, Rachel. Thanks for a lot of uh, sharing of <laughs> your, I don't know, it's a very peculiar interest for me because it's something that a lot of time architecture don't taught us to be think that way, but in fact, they are just part of it. You know? um, really? <laughs> I think so. I think so. But if you look at like Charles Eames, I mean, believe that we, 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 we watch it a little bit and I think it's pretty mm. interesting, you know, it comes from an architecture background, but eventually... Venture, I, I believe that most of their incomes come from like films or furniture, Im's chair. But, you know? but don't you think furniture is just a skill of architecture? It is. Yeah. It's just that so, smaller. Yeah. It's like a, like a person kind of like scale. Yeah, it's a, very, in, it's a very yeah. uh, ergonomic sensitive thing. It's not like, it's like a room, then 3 meter and 3.5, you don't really realize it, but a chair, 500 to 550, yeah. then you probably feel that. Yeah, it's like a different scale. But in the end, like for me, architecture has always been like how a body interact with space, just at okay. different scales, okay. right? Okay. So... Like when you, because when you look into like, you know, the toilet, right. toilet bowl that you sit on, it's the same as like a chair. Right. And, but then these, these things are like part of architecture. So I just think it's like, for me, it's just like a small, it's like diff at different scales. Uh. Mm. And I think I like, I like playing with that scales. Maybe, the, maybe that's why I also like kind of miniatures and model making. Because I can see things that I normally don't see, like, just, I don't know, small. Because as you, as you mentioned, it's like a day bed and compared to an office chair, you know how to react. It. And there's technically no manual saying that you should sit like that. It's how mm -hmm. interesting it is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but, so it just, you just kind of like, it's, it's like the way you, like a yeah, like you said, a bed or like an office chair. You know, 
you just kind of it, it's like it, it's subconsciously you you know what to do with it right right yeah cool <laughs> okay i don't know yeah. why i was getting with that but you know <laughs> yeah yeah but i'm quite looking forward for for you to i mean for me to look at like any this any furniture designs that are coming up from you and I I mean perhaps it's it's a good I mean of course everything comes with the first time, so good luck with that. But anyway, I don't, before I don't know. okay, wait, wait, wait. I don't know if that's gonna happen. But <laughs> I mean you can still do it anyway. I mean regardless whether you are still going to for the apprenticeship or not. And uh, now you are doing like model makings, right? How does that mm. affected by the the recent pandemic? I mean. Because you you were saying like how hate you are about the, the 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 pandemic outbreak and stuff about how boring in a way or how difficult for you in mm. in affecting your mood or in affecting in mm. affecting your so called I don't know appetite for things. Yeah, it wasn't. It definitely took a toll on my mental health. Uh, because. I, like I said, I'm not someone that just can sit still and mm. be in one place for a long time. I just like to move around, right? And I like to like go out, mm. just out of the house. Um, but during 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 the pandemic, I couldn't do that do that right for I think like two months, mm. two months, two months plus. I don't mm. even remember. It was like such a blur. Um. Uh, and then like, I couldn't be active also, so I wasn't doing sports. So that just kind of mentally I deteriorate, deteriorated a lot. And there were also like other factors that affected, like you know, my grandma got sick and then she passed away also mm. during this whole like period. And then I also got like a massive pay cut, and then I was on minimum wage. So it was like all these things combined. It was just not good, and I couldn't do the things that I normally do to like de-stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So during that period, I think like I lost my appetite because I really wasn't really doing anything. I wasn't really like using my energy anywhere, so I just didn't get hungry. Mm. So I didn't eat. I think I only eat like one meal a day, and also my my um sleep cycle went out of whack because um i think the first two three weeks um during the day like normally like mentally when i'm not doing well then i'll just be like i'm gonna nap so i napped so much that i messed up my sleep cycle mm, that mm. i was on like uk time zone mm, mm. <laughs> that's why i was like talking to you guys so much on like the squad like at like 3 4 a.m mm. so i go go to sleep at like i don't know between 7 to 7 a.m to 9 a.m mm. and then like obviously um i'll wake up at 1 p.m okay okay uh yeah it was really nice that like my the seniors that i was working with the team that i was working with they um they i kind of told them like yo um <laughs> i'm my sleep cycle is a bit off uh, and they also helped that I didn't have to attend any like Zoom meetings in the right. morning or whatever. Right. So they, they knew that like um, I wasn't awake until 1 p.m. 
<laughs> so if they have any meeting in the morning, then they have work for me to do, they'll tell me. And then when I wake up, I'll be like, okay, like I'll, like, I'll just list, go through like, okay, is it like that? And I'll do like a quick like sketch of like, you know, how it's going to look like. Because I was doing a lot of diagrams. Okay. Diagrams for like, for that project. And then like, I would do it, I think after dinner time until 3 a.m., send it to their email so when they wake up and they check their email all the work is there okay okay so yeah, it's totally like, collapsed with the whole cycle of it into another yeah. new <laughs> new yeah i mean new it, UK was, zone. <laughs> it was nice that it was nice that like um my my seniors were really understanding because i know some teams like they would have like they would have like meetings or like check up zooms mm. like zoom session mm. at like 9 a.m and i was just like oh yeah <laughs> thank god i'm not in that team like <laughs> mm, mm. yeah but then i to be fair i didn't i didn't really um i think i joined a competition i did yeah i did during during the whole lockdown period and then the the model making work kind of came like after after the uh lockdown mm, so, mm. yeah i think i i think one thing also that i was doing during the lockdown was like i was making kind of like stationary um texts for my friends because i had so much right okay so yeah wait let me see if i still have because i haven't given them to everyone yet because i haven't met all of them that wanted one yeah so here's one <laughs> So I was, um, they would be like, oh, I was, they were like, oh, I think I posted on my story. I was like, hey, I have a shit ton of stationery. Does anyone want some? And then some of like, quite a few of them were like, oh, I do want some. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what do you want? And I'll like ask for like, maybe like a color scheme or like what kind of stickers they want. Then I'll mm. like make, I made like a, like, like a, a postcard. Like a, it's like a, it's like a envelope. Like I filled it with like this, like some stickers, like notepads, kind of like these kind of like papers mm. and whatnot. And then I sealed it with a wax seal. Mm. <laughs> so I was doing things like that. So I guess this is like kind of crafting. I don't know. Like I made the, I made the, I made the um, envelope myself. Mm. So the, the, before that, but you actually, you, you shared before in the discord before, right? So those, mm. the sticker things, the, the mm -hmm. papers, the, um, the notes, it all happens after you came back from Brighton. Stickers has always been a thing. Okay. Since primary school. Um, but I think most of the things that I, most of the thing I have, the things that I have now, uh, the, I think the collection kind of started getting bigger and bigger once I started working mm -hmm. because I have my own money. <laughs> okay. So I was spending them on this. And also, like, most of them were actually not expensive because I bought a lot of them from Taobao. Well, you, were, you were saying about the... We, earlier, we were talking about between saving and expenses. Is that mm. part of the reason why you can't have your own saving because you spend a lot of things on 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 this? Uh, I don't know, crafties, <laughs> nifties. If my 
like, if what I recorded, because I recorded all my spending at one point, right? If I recorded, especially like when I started buying a lot of things, buying a lot of like shit from Taobao, basically, um, it's still not like the biggest chunk of my spending though. I did have like some savings, but then I also got injured. So um, the mm, big chunk of that, the cost and stuff, they were covered by my insurance. But then things like the follow-up checkups, like the follow-up um, x-rays and stuff, and any like um, physiotherapy, chiropractic stuff, like all those, like I used my savings so, and I don't have that much savings because it's like, how much can I save on like 2.2K, right? Mm, Not mm, that much. Mm. So that obviously like dwindled my spent, my savings. And then once I got into like min wage, I was dipping into my savings a lot. So yeah, I wouldn't say that. But this might just be me being delusional, but I wouldn't say that my stationery um, collection is a, re- like, is a reason why um, I have barely any savings. Are those, I don't know, uh, are those objects is just try to filling up your, your, your wounded heart? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me happy. And that's okay, the most that's, that's, that's where the resources of happiness comes in. <laughs> it makes me happy. Um, yeah, because I'm, I don't know, I'm just, I like uh, writing things down. So I make a lot of lists and I'm, I do like, I have a physical planner instead of having one on my phone. Um, so I do like stationaries because it makes them look pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a coggy tape, like washi tape. Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> I, and I, I even have terrazzo tape. Wow. <laughs> but they make me happy, so it's fine. <laughs> happy <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> yeah, happy for me. But I, I have stopped buying, I think. But uh, during, if, during MCO, I didn't buy any stationery. There's a thing I would like to ask is that if coronavirus doesn't happen, is there, mm-hmm. do you see any changes would, would be done to your, to your life now? Or it will be like, just okay. as the same. I feel like if it the lockdown didn't happen and I didn't get a pay cut, um, I wouldn't do a lot of things that I'm doing right now, which okay. I think it's for the it's for the better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's not. It, it was like uh, in the shitty situation. I I did kind of like it made me. It made me feel a bit more like fuck it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna oh. try this. So right? you learn, you learn how to love yourself more in a way. Oh, that I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> like, uh, but I mean, I wouldn't have like joined a competition because I didn't join one ever okay. <laughs> since, like at all. Um, I don't think I would have, like started doing freelance work mm-hmm. and branch mm-hmm. out I wouldn't even consider like I wouldn't I don't think I, yeah I probably wouldn't have like started doing like model making freelance also mm. and I wouldn't start going back to therapy which is something that I wanted to do for a mm. long time mm. but it only took me like a pandemic 
to go like, fuck, I really need to see a therapy. So I started doing that. Uh, what else? I wouldn't, I wouldn't like think about like, oh, do, should I do my part two or should I just go like, no, I don't, mm. I don't want to do it. Mm. So it, it was, it, I guess it just took a shitty situation for me to do a lot of things that I wanted to do, but just didn't for some reason since I graduated. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like, sounds like it's a, I don't know, it's a good drawback for you to, to rethink another new direction, I would say. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I, I think it's a better direction, I would say. Yeah, I, I definitely think it was, it's like a, I'm, I'm a bit more like clear, even though it seems like I'm not, I probably am not, but I'm definitely more, like I have a better direction than like, you know, staying at the job that I don't like. I mean, I'm still there. Okay, okay. At okay. least I'm, at least I'm being <laughs> a bit, I'm, I'm being a bit more like active and like, yeah, okay, I'm definitely gonna like try my, try even harder and like find alternatives you know, than like just staying at my job. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So nice. it was, yeah, good. Like just took a pandemic and a lot of shitty things that happened for me to be like, fuck it. I'm just mm. going to do, I'm just going to go for it. Like what's the worst that could happen? I mean, <laughs> if you can, if you can get over these, then what's the, what's the worst to come, right? Yeah. Literally like rock bottom. It's like, wow, come out, come out with a degree and I'm earning minimum wage. Like, what in the world? Like, are you, are you serious? <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess it was just like, I, I have nothing else to lose, man. <laughs> so I'm just going to like, fuck it. I'm going, I'm going for it. Mm, I'm mm, just going to mm. do it. Yeah. Mm. And then you are doing well now, I would say. Maybe better than before. Good days, bad days, but <laughs> we just wait. Should I should I say this? <laughs> should we just we just got a memo yesterday mm. that um they're, they're not sure when they're gonna reinstate our salary. Oh. Yeah, um. I know. So I'm like, mm. so now I'm just like, yeah, okay, let's just try even harder to get out this because I'm done. <laughs> But I mean, you are not at the worst state in a way. You are still living well. You are sheltered. You are yeah, for sure. But then also, like I, I still feel like my me feeling shitty is like, I'm. It's still a valid feeling because a lot of people tell me like, oh, you know, at least you didn't lose your job. Like, like you know, you're in better situation than a lot of people. Like, yeah, that for sure. I know. I I'm in a better situation than other people and just because I'm like I'm ranting about it or I feel upset about it doesn't mean that I'm I'm not thinking about people who are like who have it worse right Mm. obviously people have it worse than me but I can still feel bad like for what's happening to me because Mm. that's what I'm feeling but Mm. just because like you know like I hate it when people say like it's okay you have it you you have it better than like me or like you have it better than like a lot of people. It's like, yeah, I fucking know that. Right. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm, I'm privileged and stuff and whatever. And I still have, a, I still have a job. Right. But that doesn't mean whatever that happened so far 
didn't didn't take a toll on me mentally, right? Mm, mm, mm. So it's just like it's still a shitty situation to me. So I'm still gonna feel that way. But right. just because I feel that way, like I hope people understand. Like just because I feel that way doesn't mean that I am better like, than I other people. Like or like or like I'm comparing my situation to like. I'm comparing myself to people who probably like have it worse than me. Right? Mm. Like I'm putting myself at the same level as like someone who lost their job and has to support their family. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm no, I know like just say just within my, in my, in my, um, like at my workplace. Right. I got, we all got our salary cut. Mm. But I am, I guess one of like, I'm one of the ones that like, got like the better end of things because one I'm still living with my parents I don't have to support myself I have no commitments I have no kids but then some of my my colleagues they have to like like you know like they have to pay for the house car kids and like that that pay cut obviously has like a bigger like they have it worse right Mm, mm, mm. but then I I know that Right, and I'm not saying that like oh, my situation is worse than theirs. It's not, mm. but my situation is also quite like it's still bad. Mm. So I still think that I can feel bad about it. So like mm. I, I hope that like when when I say like oh yeah my my like I'm just like this is so shit. This is such a shitty situation. Like I hope people like understand that I'm not like putting myself at the same level as people who have it worse than me. I'm just saying, whatever that happened to me, made me feel bad. Mm. And I think that's valid. Because <laughs> mm. I hear it, I hear it way too much. Yeah. And like people kind of misunderstand like when I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, like, mm. Minwich sucks. Mm. Yeah, Minwich fucking sucks, right? But I still... But doesn't, live- doesn't, doesn't mean that the good can't be better, right? Because what, we tend to think that when we tend to compare that when you and another people, they might think, oh, Rachel, you are living better than somebody else. But doesn't mean that yeah. doesn't mean that when you are living in your current state, doesn't mean that you can't improve your lifestyle. Doesn't mean that you can't get a better lifestyle. Because because yeah. you, because people tend to see that, oh, you are better than someone else. That's why you can't be better. You can't be the I don't know deserve to another stage. Oh no, no no! I mean, like, I'm. What I'm saying is, like, just because I'm in a better situation, or like, just because someone's in a better situation than someone else, doesn't mean that they can't feel shit if something bad happens to them. Mm-hmm. They still can, because I feel like when someone who is in a better situation, like when I'm in a better situation, and I compare, like, I complain about something bad that happens to me, the amount of times that I hear, like oh, but you still have it better than a lot of people. It's like, yes, I get it, but doesn't mean I, I don't feel shit. I still feel shit. Mm. So are you saying that just because I'm in a better situation than a lot of people, I cannot feel shit? Like, that mm. doesn't make sense, mm. right? Mm. Like, you know, so that's okay. just what I'm like, you know, trying to, trying to like, dis- like, as a disclaimer, like, I know that yes i'm earning minimum wage but i still i'm still living my parents but i'm trying i'm already you know staying here rent free and stuff so whatever expenditure and whatever when i'm eating when i'm outside 
when I'm not eating at home or whatever, I still need money. I still need mm. money to do my own things. Like, you know, like I don't feel comfortable asking my parents for like money for therapy or like money for like some of like my the personal things that I mm. like I'm I like some of my personal expenditures and stuff. So I still like I still need money and I don't feel comfortable like asking them for extra money when they're already paying for like they're providing me a house. The car is theirs, mm. you know, mm. and whatnot. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, before we end this, uh, I would like to ask you, like, is there any question would you like to throw to, I don't know, for yourself to think about, for me or for our audience to think about? Any question? Any open question? Mm. Damn, a bit on the spot. <laughs> Wow, are you start to cry now? No. I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's just like, what are you interested in? Okay. Because I think that's something that I ask myself a lot. Okay. And it's still something that I'm trying to answer myself. Okay. Yeah, but, but, so, but if you are if you're happy with what you're doing now, isn't that the so-called interest that you are carrying out? But I think I think people can have a lot of interest, right? Like mm -hmm. what you're interested in doesn't mean like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I think I think a lot of people around me that I know, like what they're interested in it's not exactly what they want what they're doing now okay for their job like okay. as their day job whatever yeah and i think interest also it will keep coming as you grow because mm -hmm. i just feel like i find more and more interest like that's like oh this seems cool and then yeah like as i as i keep getting older I just find more and more interest in but, things. But, but, but for what you are doing now, do you find like the, where the reality money-making part and your hobby comes together in model making? Do you see that? Or do you see there should be another interest that I'm still unknown, that I'm still searching for it? Uh... Or, you are good, or, or you are good for now? I think for now it's nice that I can model make and get paid for it. Okay, okay. Yeah, but it will I think it would be great that I can incorporate all my interests into what I do. Mm -hmm. But then that's also a bit hard. Like you cannot do everything. Yeah, yeah. As much as I wish I could, but, you know. But I believe that there should be a certain thing that you specialize in and from there you make money and then after that you, I don't know, you take another side money to do something else. Mm, but, then, but then also it's just like, how, what if you don't, like what if you're dead before you find enough money to do the other thing? Mm. 
the, Come on, the everyone can die anytime. Yeah, exactly. So you never know. So why not do all? <laughs> like if I could, I would do all. Like everything. Right. Right. Yeah. But then, yeah, I kind of have to <laughs> come to terms that like, that is a bit, that's like the ideal, you mm. know? Mm. And it, it would, it would be great if that would happen. But yeah, I kind of have to accept that. Yeah. That's what humans. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what humans different from other animals because they are, they are so called greedy. <laughs> they are desire right. for things because they wanted to try <laughs> this and try that, and then you never see a tiger wanted to beat a skyscraper. <laughs> Maybe they want you. So don't know. <laughs> Have you asked the tiger for? Hey, bro, do you want to do a? Do you want to do a skyscraper? <laughs> Have you no? <laughs> but I don't know. This that's, that's what makes a difference, right? Because if that. I mean, when there's a wheel, there's a way, right? Mm. Well, I don't... <laughs> because I don't you're really not like a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like that saying, if there's a wheel, there's a way. Like, I don't know why. Just. Well, you, you believe there's a luck, there's a way. Is it? <laughs> so Sometimes I think like like luck or timing oh. or there are other there are other um factors mm, mm. yeah that goes into it. It's not just like oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah those are ingredients I would say. I mean without those yeah. ingredients the soup the, the soup is kind of blunt, isn't it? <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay. So I, I don't really know what the <laughs> what my question was. But, but anyway, uh, yeah, I believe that everyone would, would I think it's the same thing now. It's not like a purpose of life kind of thing. It's like what you're doing for for living, right? <laughs> um I don't know. Just just make sure you have interest, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Rachel. I believe that it's kinda late for you. Um I hope you enjoy. And yeah, I did. Uh, I hope people enjoy this too, because I feel like it was just all over the place. <laughs> I, I mean, think that's, that's just how I feel. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel point. about. That's the whole point yeah. of an informal conversation, anyway. So yeah, yeah. thanks, thanks a lot, Rachel. Yeah, hope thanks. to talk to you then. Thanks for fulfilling my dream of being on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sing? I can make you another day. <laughs> no, I said, I said, being on a podcast, not singing. <laughs> Then, and then you can compete with other singers anyway. <laughs> no, I cannot sing and I don't think I want to sing. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. And uh, good night then. Good night. Right. Well, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cheers. <laughs>